Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hi, BrainStuff. I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's episode is a BrainStuff classic presented by our erstwhile host, Christian Sager. The question of the day, why do movie theaters sell popcorn? Hey, BrainStuff. It's Christian Sager. When you see a movie in the theaters, you expect certain things like a heck of a good time, some amazing sound, and a story played out on a gigantic screen. You also probably think about popcorn. But that's weird, right? How of all the snacks on earth did popcorn become the mainstay of movie theaters? Well, it starts with a bit of history. See, popcorn had been around for ages, and it was a popular snack at 19th century fairs and carnivals, especially after the invention of the first steam-powered popcorn popper back in 1885. People loved the crunchy, salty, inexpensive snack. 
and movie theaters hated it. During the era of silent film, these companies followed many of the same rules as traditional theaters, and they did not want to be associated with a loud food that could distract from the show. Additionally, there was a little bit of a class consideration here. Since audiences had to read the dialogue on the screen, they had to be literate, a.k.a. a better sort of people with superior education. Allowing popcorn inside was, in the opinion of these theater owners, kind of like throwing sawdust on the floor and just saying, sure, just spit wherever you want. Talkies, or films with spoken dialogue, emerged in 1927, and this brought movie theaters to the common folk. Suddenly, anyone could cough up some change, grab a seat, and understand what was going on. This was also the time of the Great Depression, when Americans from coast to coast pined for cheap, escapist entertainment. So the average Americans finally found the cinema, and they brought their snack culture along. And the Depression affected theaters as well. Theaters with the best chances of surviving were the ones that gave customers what they wanted. If they wanted to eat popcorn while watching a film, well, so be it. At first, independent vendors sold popcorn outside the theater, profiting from the casual passers-by as well as future movie patrons. Since corn kernels were dirt cheap, popcorn became even more popular, and things escalated. Movie theaters allowed vendors to sell popcorn in the lobby for a small fee. Eventually, they cut out the vendors entirely, acquiring their own poppers. During World War II, popcorn sales saw another bump, Sugar was rationed, which made many conventional sweet snacks and drinks more expensive. At least, that is, when they were available at all. Popcorn, of course, only required salt and popcorn kernels, neither of which were hard to come by. But by then, the association between movies and popcorn was firmly established in the mind of the American public. This association continues today, but there's another wrinkle to the story. And you might be saying, Christian, okay... Popcorn was cheap in the Depression or whatever, but what happened? When did it become so expensive? Good question. The price hike really kicked in on all concessions back in the 1970s. See, contrary to popular belief, your local movie theater doesn't actually make that much bank off the films it screens. Instead, theaters use concessions to stay in business. According to the Stanford Business School, concessions comprise only about 20% of a theater's gross revenue, but 40% of its profits. This makes sense when we consider how theaters must split ticket revenue with distributors, but can pocket 100% of whatever they manage to sell at the snack counter. The bulk cost of the ingredients is laughably small, and the profit margin is huge. And, don't forget, the stuff is still addictively delicious. Today's episode was written by Ben Bolin and produced by Tyler Klang. If you enjoy our show and want to support us directly, check out our online store at tpublic.com slash brainstuff. And, of course, for more on this and lots of other poppin' topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.